You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Thanks for listening. We are in the hundreds, still going. Um, And as you know, we have put our phone number out there so people can start to call in ask questions um if you want any advice if you just want to say something and we have gotten our first caller so this week we will open up by saying um thanks for the reviews the stars continue to do so and also feel free to also give us a call at 323-505-2030 and we are going to listen to uh, one of our first callers. So we'll play it and then we will be responding on the episodes as they come in. Yeah. Hi, Carly. Hi, Alexia. This is Sarah Hilbert. Um, I was just calling in because I wanted to thank you guys so much for doing this podcast. Um, just listening to you guys talk helps me so much. Just like a little mini therapy session. And I've known Carly for a very long time. Um, So it's good to see her because I watch the YouTube uploads. So it's nice. It's like a little conversation with Carly. Um, About five years ago, I did face um, some trauma that led to some complex grieving. I uh, lost two important people from my life. And I'm finally coming out of that. I'm so much happier. I'm finally moving on. Um, And I want you guys to know um, your podcast has played an important role in that. Um, Just hearing the positive talk. Um, hearing how the both of you deal with things is very helpful. It gives me a different perspective that I never would have thought about before. So I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for doing what you do. And I hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Aww. Shout out to Sarah for being our first voicemail. Um, that was special. And I appreciate you. I have known her for a very long time. So that's super dope that people back home still listen and tune in. Watch us on YouTube and things. Yeah, and though she didn't um, ask a question, same as what Carly said, appreciate you listening. And it's good to hear that people, you know, appreciate and and hear a different perspective that actually helps them with the things that they're going through. Um, it sounded as though she's saying like she, she's been going through like the grieving process or has lost people five years ago. And yes, those things can take a lot of time and it's not the same kind of process for every person. And so... Um, you know, maybe that's something that we can talk about at some point, whether it's mm-hmm. the grieving process or what that can look like, or, you know, it's just some ideas around going through that process as well. So um, while I'm glad to hear that you're saying you're doing much better and that things are going well, I wish that continued for you. And um, maybe we will think about how we can incorporate that topic in the future. Absolutely. So thank you for you know reaching out. Thank you for the topic ideas and supporting us. We appreciate you. And in this episode today, we are talking about something very near and dear to my heart, which is the LinkedIn platform. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it, I think that we're going to kind of get into some um, some topics in the next few episodes that are very much um, areas where you can pull like straight up information, value, and be able to incorporate it. I personally like things where I can take pieces and you know, incorporate it right then. Mm -hmm. And this is for everyone, I would say. So um, if you're a LinkedIn user already, then this is for you. If you're not a LinkedIn user, this is for you. If you are (laughs) 
um, have your own business, if you are at a job, if you're looking to be a thought leader, if you're looking for a job, um, regardless of what that is, professional networking is very important. And LinkedIn gives you a lot of specific ways to um, kind of amplify your presence in the professional world. And so we're going to give you a lot of tips and things that you can do to use it um, to maximize what you're doing now, especially because most of the time, it's not that people aren't on LinkedIn, but they're not really doing anything with it that mm -hmm. like sets them apart or, you know, actually gets them to make those connections that make a difference. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. And I need this episode also. So I'm really excited about it because I'm going to be honest. Um, I didn't really use LinkedIn much before business school. And then when I was in business school, they made us do a bunch of things on LinkedIn to try to optimize it. And being an entrepreneur, I found like a lot of the tips and tricks that they gave us wasn't necessarily helpful for me in, you know, building my own company and, and, and starting that whole chapter of my life. And so it's been a whole journey trying to figure out how to do that on this side of things. And so when did you kind of start using it? Like what year is that for you? 20, 2014, 2015 is when I like kind of started trying to figure it out. 2015 is like business school. Really started utilizing it a lot more in 2016 and 2017. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, I would say probably like 2013 and on. Um, after I started my business, then I um, met a lady who specifically did LinkedIn training and I learned a lot, a lot, a lot from her. Um, and it also put me in a position to be able to teach other people and talk to other people about ways to use the platform as well, because I saw like how, how beneficial it was to use. Um, so I hadn't been like a great networker at all, like through college, high school, all of that. Like even now I don't talk to people from like college and high school, like I should. And that's one of those things, like if I'd go back, I would say, to spend way more time actually networking with other people and not just kind of hanging out with just your small group of friends. Um, but LinkedIn allowed me to really expand that bubble um, when I really needed it and recognizing um, it as a tool to get in front of so many more people with the work that I was doing at the time. Um, so overall, LinkedIn allows you to essentially like store your resume, your professional information. So if anybody wants a snapshot of what you're good at, what you're doing, um, they should be able to get that from LinkedIn. And also it allows you to connect with people, to get jobs, opportunities, to, to build your own teams, et cetera. So what, do you have any experiences or like specific like success stories or not success stories with the platform? Um, not too many that come to mind. There's like a few recently that I thought was pretty interesting. I've been tweaking it. Um, and it's so funny because the way that I tweak mine is they're like, you know, look at people who are in your field and go look at theirs and see what you like and do things. And yours is one of mine that I was like reading through and like looking, cause even though we're in different fields, I was like, I know that you utilize the platform very well. So I was like, well, what things do I like? Anyways, I had made some tweaks and I had a colleague reach out who we went to business school together. We weren't friends, but we were acquaintances and knew. And he was like, Hey, I was looking at your LinkedIn. Like, do you happen to do trainings for this thing? And so I actually got a job from that, um, just from updating it and making it more clear what I do. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily understand what it is that I do. And that's my job to make sure it's more clear that they actually understand it. Um, and then more so the podcast, like I get a lot of people responding about things for the podcast um, that I post. That's probably the most engagement that I get is whenever mm. I post videos from us. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I've gotten so many opportunities from LinkedIn and um, a lot of people expressing are opening up the conversations to do work together. Um, I've had 
like entertainers, um, like CEOs or uh, their marketing person, like hit me up and be like, hey, I just saw your profile. So I want to know if we can talk about X, Y, Z. Um, I've gotten people who hit me about speaking opportunities um, and like really big things. And I think it's because like if you set your profile up appropriately, it really does a much better job of just showing like the things you've done, the value you give, what you do, or it should. And that's what we're going to talk about, how to make sure yours does that um, in a way where it, it allows you to not have to talk about yourself. Like, mm. um, and so what we're going to be kind of talking about today is who this is for, why you should care about it. And the steps that we're going to go through are mostly around optimizing your profile connection strategy and how you reach out slash talk to other people on the platform and then like content how do you how do you put your content out there what's the frequency what you know what should you kind of be doing but mostly I'm going to talk about those initial pieces because it's such an SEO based platform Mm -hmm. that really like the hardest part for most people is just that like really filling it out Um, and not skipping pieces nobody ever wants to write that summary out (laughs) Um, so that's really the biggest thing because once you at least fill that out it's not like a twitter or um, facebook where you know if you don't say anything people forget about you because the point is that you're coming up in people's searches and so all the time like because there's keywords etc which we're going to talk about people will find you and they will reach out to you and it's a matter of you being cognizant enough to check your messages go in um, and do the things that you need to do to get those conversations from LinkedIn to real life opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, so who is LinkedIn for? Um, what are the things that you can think about as you're like, all right, what am I doing this for? Because I feel like it used to be people just thought, oh, I don't need a, I'm not looking for a job, so I don't need LinkedIn. Like that was the main thing before. But what are the different benefits of LinkedIn? Oh, man, I think like you mentioned it, like you can get clients from that. Like you already said, speaking opportunities for me, the biggest thing is networking, like finding people um, who are like minded in similar industries or doing, you know, great things. And just to build networks with, you never know, like when those ripples are going to connect. Mm -hmm. Um, And also it's a good place to really establish yourself as a thought leader too, because besides your resume, now people can see like, as you're showing projects um, and what you've been doing and, writing about the work that you're doing in a different way whereas like on twitter instagram places like that people can be like oh you know it's not all about work or it's not like you're just trying to flex what you do but like this is what this is for so this is the place to be like hey guys i got this promotion or hey this project got mentioned in the news um and people will be really excited because it's a professional network um and it's also good for building a team because um i found a lot of folks that i've been able to work with or pull in um to do work with me from LinkedIn and a lot of uh, younger people, which I'm always excited when students or people from my college or, you know, people interested in getting into the field reach out to me. Um, It gives you a chance to be a mentor sometimes or maybe not as official as a mentor, but to, you know, give guidance to people or kind of bring them under your wing if you'd like as well. And so it's really good space just to grow within the work that you enjoy doing, hopefully. And I want to add on to that, the flip side of like taking people under your wing. Um, a big thing that I learned from LinkedIn, like from, and I learned this like being at SC, something that they taught us is reaching out to people in a very, you know, thoughtful way. But like if someone was in a career or in a position that you are interested in, like reaching out to them, building rapport, being able to ask them questions. So having access to people that maybe you didn't and opportunities to get mentors and to be brought into things and learn things from other people. So either mentoring mm-hmm. them and or being mentored. Like I thought that was the coolest thing that you can literally reach out to people and 
Sometimes they're like, nah, but sometimes they're like, yeah, like I'd be willing to help you. And <laughs> Have that's you fine. reached out in that kind of way to people? Yeah. Uh, part of it was, like I said, started was like business school. They made us do it. It was mm. like a thing that we had to do. But then I found out like later that a lot of people are, are open. Like I said, if you're well-informed and researched and you're not like asking them some question, you could Google yourself. But if you're really Icky. trying to, oh my God. But if you're really trying to do that, and like I said, you reach out in a respectful way. And what that means is I'm not going to send somebody that I've never met and have no connections with a connection thing and not say anything. Like I'm going to approach them respectfully and tell them, you know, what I'm trying to do. Cause I don't want to waste their time. And most of that gives you a great opportunity to talk to them, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes about their industry or their position or whatever, however they got to wherever they are. Yeah, agreed. And um, before we get into all the strategy stuff, another big thing to consider also, and that a lot of people ask is, do I need to have a premium account? Because mm -hmm. there is a free version, then there's a premium account, and then they also have specific versions for recruiter, for sales navigator, um, for talent. And so there's different styles of the profile based on your exact needs. Because if you are a recruiter or if that's your position, then you're using LinkedIn in a totally different way. So just to clarify for everybody, um, the focus of our conversation today is going to be on your personal professional profile. And I'm just going to talk about the things you can do with the free version, because even though over time they have definitely like skimmed back the things you can see with the free version, there's still so much you can do and benefit from that unless you're really like taking all the way advantage of that. I don't really think you necessarily need the premium. Um, and if you do do the free premium where they try to get you to try it, please remember to unlink that within a month because you will be mad at the bill. Um, also, there's company accounts that you can have as well for your business. And I'm not really going to get into that as much either. So really, this is about getting your professional personal account up to date and maximized. Dun, 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 dun. So with your profile, and you may want to actually, if you're not driving or if you're able to have your computer up or your LinkedIn profile up, uh, specifically on the computer, or at least that's kind of when I talk about the navigation, I'm looking at it on the computer. Um, I don't, I don't, for some reason, I don't really like LinkedIn on the mobile and not for any reason. It's just not that kind of app for me. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I'll hop into Twitter and stuff, and actually, maybe I should, maybe that would make a difference in how I you know, engage regularly every day. Um, but if you can pull up your profile, you can kind of check for some of the things we're talking about and or make notes or see where you kind of stack up, I think, in these different spaces. Um, so one thing I got from Mrs. Kelly Leonard, who was that person in like 2013 who put me on with LinkedIn stuff, was, you know, she had this uh, acronym where she would say, is your profile alive? A-L-I-B-E. Accurate, locatable, impactful, value-based and engaging. Mm. And so there's a lot of ways to optimize your profile and make sure it's up to date. Like Carly was talking about mine earlier and how I use it. Mine's not even up to date like at all. Maybe it will be, but no, it won't be by the time this comes out. <laughs> Actually, because this is going to come out tomorrow. But um, there's a lot of things, you know, I still need to, I think, update mm -hmm. as I've done in projects, things like that. But I'm not even just talking about that. But some of the simple, basic things that people sometimes don't think about. Um, first of all, you can make your profile public or private. And as with anything that's like network based, I don't really see any point in it being private. So I would say make sure your profile is public because mm -hmm. some people are like, oh, I don't want people to see when I looked at their profile. But why? Because when people look at mine, then I hit them up and I chat with them or talk to them. Um, and it may be certain things you do that you want to keep under the radar. But for the most part, you should make sure you're set on public. So that's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is that 
as you make changes in your profile to update it, um, there's this section where it says share with your network and you can turn it off or on. And I always turn it off because what it will do is as you go through and even if you're updating your experience, so let's say you're like uh, rewriting the company you work at because it, so you can link it to the LinkedIn company profile. Or if you're like, oh, my title is actually this and you're making those updates. Um, if you have it where it shares all those changes to the network, your network will be like, congratulations, Carly's now the, you know, the CEO of where you've been working for the last 10 years. Say good, you know, congratulations. And everybody be like, yeah, congrats. No, and damn well, you're at the same spot. Like, it's the same thing I've been doing. Um, but it puts all that in your like home feed. And so just to keep it quiet while you're fixing things up, I always turn that off. So that's just, a good one. Yeah, just a word to that. Because they'll be all of a sudden you'll be like, why is everybody saying congrats to me? <laughs> on LinkedIn. Um, another thing is to make sure your profile photo is nice and updated. Um, that's a big one because it's crazy how many times you'll see like somebody with sunglasses on, um, people who have like somebody cropped out of the side. Um, and it's not that difficult to like just get a photo of yourself that's like neck to the top of your head and just show your face. Like it shouldn't be that difficult. Um, sometimes for women, it's crazy because people will act like you're a different person because your hair changes, but <laughs> you know, that stuff's whatever. But for the most part, you want a clean, clear picture, um, smiling if you can, of course. And you know, just something that looks inviting and that may seem basic, but like a lot of people don't even have a picture either. And so imagine if you walked into a networking event with a bag over your head, that's what it's kind of like, um, if you don't even mm -hmm. have a picture at all. So for sure, make sure you put a picture up. It doesn't matter if you don't want people to know you're black, Indian, whatever. Like, they should know because at some point they're going to know anyway. Yep. So get that updated. <laughs> um, and then the next thing is making sure that in your header, so in the top part of your profile where it shows uh, your where you work now and um, that header line of what you do, that should be most updated to your latest experience to reflect what you're doing personally or professionally right now. So is yours um, customized? My header is customized. I don't actually know what it is. I think it says mindfulness and holistic health and wellness consultant or something mm -hmm. like that. So so my first tip tip for y'all for the header would be to, it automatically populates your title from whatever your latest experience is. So mm -hmm. really it would be like Alexia Clancy, agency director, but like, what does that mean? That doesn't really say anything of what you do. Yeah. And when people are searching or looking at your name, um, the quick blurb they see is like your name, location, and that. And mm. so you can change that to be a little bit more descriptive of how you help people or how you have give value. Um, so what mine says is growing digital communities of mission-driven brands through creative content production and digital media strategy. So like they see my name and they see that's what I do. Um, I'm trying to think of another example. Oh, you've updated that since the last time I looked at it. Nice. It's been a while though. Um, that's an easy update. Um, nurses, for example, I remember seeing one who's like an RN and it's like, um, helping, allowing my patients to be comfortable and, and, uh, something during their, you know, time in hospice or something like, it's just a little bit more to it than just being like RN, you know, at this place. It's a little zing on top. I have a friend who's a stress management consultant. And it's like, you know, helping teachers get back to their zen to help start better serve your students or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, that's fire. And it tells you exactly what you do. Mm -hmm. um, so think about that. And a lot of times people have kind of like a tagline or something like that with their work or um, 
their job title or from their own website or whatever. So maybe that's kind of what you can flip for that. Um, another thing to think about, and make sure you do, is to customize the URL of your page. Um, it should be easy to tell people where to find you because if you just make a LinkedIn profile, it'll be LinkedIn.com slash in slash 6BTZDD-PCALM. <laughs> Nonsense. And yeah, and so in the editing your profile at the top right, you can change the URL of your page to your name. And I would suggest anybody to do that because now it's easy to tell people, hey, if I'm on LinkedIn, like LinkedIn.com slash N slash Alexia Clancy, and then you could find me very easily. Mm -hmm. um, and also that looks better when you're like sending that to people or having that in your email signature, which is also a key to have it in these different places where, sure, if I email you and like, hey, you know, let's set up a meeting to talk next week. And that's in my signature, like, here's my LinkedIn. Now people, again, it's like a way for them to see like, oh, who are you and what have you done without me having to say all that. Yeah. Um, and it's really helpful. And I know it's helpful because even with um, clients that I've had before, like, or that I've gotten this year, they will hit me and say, hey, I saw your that video that you did with New Age Creatives because it's one of the top things in my LinkedIn. And they're like proof that your funnel works because this from something they might see from Instagram, click my link tree, which says add me on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, they see that video first and they see all my work and stuff. Um, I had another lady the other day hit me with the same thing. Like, oh, I saw that video and, you know, it seems like you kind of get it. And so it's very easy to show people who you are, what you care about in a way that now they feel like they're connected or like they feel like, okay, this is similar to what I think or what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And so now they already have kind of your backstory. Um, so it's really about having this funnel all go together. And if your profile has your name in it, it'll make it even easier. Yeah. Yours is probably your name already, huh? Yeah, definitely. Got that one. <laughs> yeah. And they made it easier too, because before it used to be like in some little hidden place um, where you make those updates to your profile. Yeah. All right. So, in order for people to even find you on LinkedIn, there are certain things you have to have to even be a searchable profile. Um, having at least two experiences in there, your industry, your location is important because people are looking for uh, people around them or in different cities a lot of times. You got to make sure there's no spelling errors, no grammar errors, and that's just because you look sloppy. Like, you know, if I'm looking at somebody's profile to do work with them, to hire them, to, you know, do anything, it's like you want to make sure the details are top notch. I would recommend having someone read through it because sometimes your brain, when it sees something so often, you can miss little things and it, and you may actually be trying to pay attention to detail, but your brain is like closing that gap. So just yeah. have somebody else yeah. scan it for you. Yeah, that's real. Or like come back to it and look at another <laughs> yeah. day or whatever. Yeah. Um, or you can write it out in something else where you can get your squiggly lines underneath mm -hmm. and, and fix it up too. Um, make sure that because it's keyword heavy SEO based that you have these keywords all throughout your profile in your headline in your experiences in your summary. Um, these particular keywords are what people look for when they're looking for somebody who does what you do. So if you need help figuring out what those would be like, what would somebody search if they were looking for your job or if they were looking for you to speak or looking for you to do something? Um, you can use Google Keyword Planner is a good space where mm -hmm. you can put different industries or different things and they'll tell you like what keywords people search. Um, there's quite a few of those. Um, but think about it like a step back from the jargon, a step back from, you know, you being inside your industry and think about like what do people ask? Like or, or when people ask you stuff, think about like what words are they using? Because they might not know 
um, this specific style of yoga or they might not know like mindfulness breathing or what they're looking for, but, um, how, whatever they're looking for is kind of what needs to be reflected. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Breaking it down for people to understand. Mm -hmm. Now the part that everybody hates, um, at the top of your profile in that about section is the summary. Um, and nobody likes writing about themselves, but, um, just to let you know, like a couple things to think about, this is just your high impact overview on like who you are and the value you bring with your work. Um, all of this is professional. So like, yes, it's about your work. Um, two to three paragraphs, highlight your accomplishments, ways that you add value. You should name drop. And I'll tell you why again, because the SEO, um, if somebody's looking for, let's see if I've worked with, um, if I've worked with Bill Gates on a project, um, or if I work at a place like Google or Microsoft or, you know, names that are recognizable, people may be searching those names and then your profile actually may come up with those searches as well. And because it, it gives you credibility, like this is the place to, again, really talk about like what you're doing, those big things, big moments, et cetera, and not necessarily be shy about it. Um, also, you should have a call to action there. If you want people to call you, email you, go to your website, whatever it is, um, and include your list of specialties. So at the bottom of your summary, that can look like specialties are um, mindfulness, this kind of technique, um, executive coaching, like whatever it is. And again, that's just a um, a way to cheat and getting more keywords in your profile. Mm-hmm. For the experience section, it's kind of similar, but this should be much shorter. Um, In this space, you should mix up bullet points and sentences. Um, You should really just be given like a snapshot of the measurable values that you had or have at this place of work. Um, And that should look like measurable things like... Qualitative and quantitative? Or just quantitative? um, What's an example of a qualitative? Um, Students, for example, so if I'm coaching students or in my class, like students who went through program showed, you know. That's quantitative. 20% increase in whatever. Yeah. Or reported higher, better mood things. That's quantitative, (laughs) though. That's still quantitative. And I think that. It, it can be qualitative, but you're not going to be like, oh, my students said they, f- they enjoyed the program. Like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Um, but how were they impacted or mm-hmm. how many students were impacted in what ways? Those are typically like, I feel like they tend to have numbers behind them. And that's what makes a bigger difference than, you know, just saying, hey, summer camp, we worked with kids to do X, Y, Z. Um, but if you have other data, then you have other data or ways that you brought value to what happened or that experience. And that's so important on your resume. I know we're not talking about that, but LinkedIn, cause it's a snapshot. Well, of LinkedIn is things. your resume. Yeah. So, so thinking through that, um, that's huge. Yeah. And also that's a kind of a, brings up a good point as to what things to put in experiences. Um, most people put different, their jobs there, but if there is something like programs that you do, et cetera, there is some different um, places in LinkedIn. You can put different things like if it's volunteer work or other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's something paid and like you want to put it or something that happens like every year, whatever, I think that's valuable to put there as well. Absolutely. Um, another thing too is make sure you connect your experiences that with particular companies to that company page. Um, mm-hmm. And That's why, like, if you have your own business, you should also have the company page so you can link that. Um, That way you'll see the image of your logo of the company, et cetera. So let's say if you worked at Nike, 
um, you can just type in like Nike, I was the sales associate, whatever, whatever, and I did this. But you should, as you start to type it out, it should pop up and start populating the official company pages that you're connected to, or not that you're connected to, but that have that name in it. And so actually choose that so it looks more official where people could click, see the company and everything else uh, there. And it'll link you as being a team member with that company also. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and also make sure you give and get recommendations. This is something I haven't done in a long time anymore. Um, I used to care more about that, but it does help you rank higher within those different experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and this always goes back to giver's gain. So I used to tell people that every quarter, maybe spend some time like thinking about a couple people you would write a recommendation for and just think about who you would recommend or like write something for them. So like maybe I would go in and um, if me and Carly did program with the, Navy, then I might go to her profile and say um, how she impacted the audience and what they learned and that she was a great speaker and she, you know, did blah, 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 blah. And be like, okay, go girl. And like now she, that helps her uh, profile. And a lot of times people end up kind of writing something for you and, or I've had somebody write one for me. And then it was like months later, they hit me. It was like, Hey, do you mind writing um, a recommendation for me? And so it's like, okay, of course, you know, I'm not going to say no. Um, obviously do that for people who, you know, it makes sense and you actually can vouch for their work, but it's good to think about it that way. Like who can you write something for? Um, if you've seen them do something, seen them speak, or, um, if they worked for you or with you on something. Mm -hmm. I was going to, and I was going to ask about recommendations too, because you know, I see articles like, do they really matter? Do people actually care? But if it helps you rank higher then absolutely. Yeah, and they also have that endorsements thing where, <clears throat> and I don't even know. I feel like I haven't really seen that anymore. Yeah, they moved it down. Like in yeah, because it was it was people, like pointless. Like well, you people just had like click, Microsoft click, click. Word and like anything things on, on there. things on there that weren't intentional. And I, I think they didn't really help you your profile as much because it they used to like spoon feed it to you in the home page where they'd say, Hey, is Carly good at this? And you're just like, Yeah, whatever. Like and you just say yes, no, and just keep it moving. And so I don't think it carries as much weight as somebody sitting down and really like writing something. Which granted that recommendation, I'm not talking about like paragraphs, but um it could just be a couple of sentences or, or something like that. Um another thing with recommendations, especially if you speak or um like hold a class or in front of people, um, which I forgot, I haven't done this in a long time either, is telling people like, hey, I, you know, afterwards, when you connect with the people in that class, when you connect with the p other teachers or people you worked with, um, you find them on LinkedIn. Hey, you know, it was great doing that summer program with y'all. Um, would love to stay connected with you here. Um, and then you can write them or, or you can ask them, hey, I'd love for you to write me a recommendation when you get a chance. Preferably, it would be better if you'd already wrote one for them or if you connect and then you write one and then you say, hey, I'd love for you to write a recommendation on how I did. Um, here's some verbiage for you. If you want to just take this, girl, you can just take this and add whatever you want. And that makes it easier, too. So much easier. So, yeah, I did that where I'd be like, hey, Lexia, you know, gave us lots of good facts, blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't make it crazy, but, you know, just give them something that they can copy paste and then they can update it as they want to or change it. And if they don't, they don't. Um, but they're it's a lot easier, like make it easy for people to, you know, help you. The less steps that they have to do, the better. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when it comes to your profile, Carly, how do you feel your, your profile stacks up with just those kind of simple things? Um, mediocre. It's okay. It's not bad, but it's not great. It's not optimal. Like, I don't think I'm ranking very highly on searches. Um, do you look at it? Cause you can also see how often you pop up in search. 
um, which they've added in now, which I like looking at that and how often people view your profile, things like that. I see the, I get the emails like about the views or how many times I popped up in search, but I don't know where it ranks like compared to other people. How often, maybe we should have said this at the beginning. How often do you go to LinkedIn.com? Uh, probably like four times a week. Oh yeah. If you're posting. Yeah. Probably four times a week. Okay. So I would say start paying attention to those numbers because now they have that little dashboard where they tell you, um, how many searches you've pop up in and all that stuff, which I noticed for me is, uh, directly correlates with like me actually putting stuff up or doing stuff. Cause I don't be doing nothing. Um, but then I can definitely see like when I post like way more people, you know, paying attention and looking at stuff. Do hashtags course. matter on LinkedIn? Like if I'm posting things, cause they'd be trying to suggest, they'd be trying to make it, <laughs> but I don't know if it actually does anything. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the same with hashtags on all the platforms, whereas you're going to end up using them and like as a marketer you're just gonna see other marketers or like you know it's, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. people don't be on there like let me search the hashtag for mindfulness to find the coach like that ain't really probably <laughs> you know for the most part yeah um and i think it looks kind of silly so a lot of times but it can get you more views so sure um it just depends on does it actually make sense um otherwise it just kind of crowds your updates up okay so i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of more about aesthetics than than the exact numbers sometimes where sure i might get more views but it ain't the people that i'm i'm trying to talk to you know yeah um how do you feel about connecting like do you send a lot of messages to people do you connect with a lot of people uh how many connections do you have i actually don't know i can look at how many connections i have god damn i'm about to pull you up oh my god okay that's cool um, but I actually want to start reaching out to people more cause I know that's something that you do. Um, and that has been very beneficial for you. And so that's, I'm, I'm really excited about this episode very selfishly cause I'm trying to get better at this too. Um, but it's been growing. Like I have a lot of people reaching out. So how many? to see how many you have. So once you have 500, it just is 500 plus and you want to have at least 50, um, to oh, be, to pull up in search. But I believe I have, um, oh, I have like 2,400 people. I, must, I definitely got more than 500, I believe. Let me say that. And then, yes, that's 500 plus. How many? About 1,100. Yeah, that's good then. That's good. So it'll show you how many you have. Um, it's good to have a lot of connections, but obviously you want quality because um, you do want to look like you're actually active or people don't want to even connect with you, though. So that's why I say that. Um, but thinking about connection strategy now, depending on what your objectives are, your objectives may be, I want to get more features, like people write about me. I want people to recognize me as somebody who's like an expert in the field. Um, it may be, I want to have better discussions with top people in my field. Mm-hmm. It may be, I want to get this job at a specific place, whatever that is. Now, what your homework is, is have those objectives and how you want to use LinkedIn but also now what are those job titles of the people that are helpful to you? Um, think about like, what are those ideal companies that you do want to work at? Um, um, what are those ideal companies that you want to work for or like that you want to be your clients maybe, or people mm-hmm. that you want to be your clients. So if, um, if my goal is like, I want to develop content and do content production then I may need to look for the the directors of marketing or I may need to look for 
um, whoever's running like paid ad campaigns at this place. And so a lot of times you need to understand and have an understanding of who the decision makers are in particular places. Um, another big thing like with me is if I want to get more features and then say, oh man, I want to be an essence. So I've already looked and seen in essence in the specific area who's writing about what find that person and you can connect with them online and or look for the editors at particular publications or blogs or whatever mm -hmm. and connect with them there. Um, same thing with other social media platforms, I think, too. But with LinkedIn, of course, with it being the professional space now, it's like a little bit more for you to kind of go off of. Um, also. Oh, that's what I just said. Also, so when you're starting out or if you haven't used it in a long time and you're like blowing the dust off of your profile and your presence on LinkedIn, they're going to have a lot of suggested people that you may know, which they pull from people you're connected with. So a lot of times for people, you'll be like, oh, dang, all these people I went to school with um, because they know your university and the year. So they'll show you other people that you probably know, uh, friends of your friends. So like if me and Carly are connected on LinkedIn. They might show me some of her closer people and be like, oh, do you know them too? Because they want to make it easy for you to connect. Um, so as you're starting, you can use that to like add familiar people. And especially if you're removed from school and removed from, you know, a lot of them, it's very interesting a lot of times to catch up and see like, where do people work and what mm -hmm. are they doing? Because there is hella synergies um, for me now with a lot of people, like my peers are decision makers. And so you know, I have people who know me already and they've been seeing what I'm doing, but because I can be more direct with them on LinkedIn about work and opportunities and things like we can actually make some stuff happen. Um, you can also use search and advanced search to look for people who work at a specific company or to do whatever it is you're looking for by location, by job title, mm -hmm. um, by a couple of other things, like you can just kind of search for people. Um, but one thing I would say too is, it's always better to add people that you actually kind of know and or if, if you've just met them or they were just at, you know, an event with you or something like that. So while we're talking about like, oh, man, I could find, you know, the president or whatever big company and add them like, yeah, but also like there's nothing to really base. Like think about when people hit you on the DMs and stuff. It's like Aww. it's different if you kind of have talked to them or they've tweeted you a few times and now they hit you versus it's just like, boom, like, what's up, girl? It's like, damn, I don't have no reason to care about you right now. So think about it like that. And I would say, and this is a big thing, to make it a habit. Um, gosh, back in the day, in my DC days, when I used to go to like networking events, speaking, blah, 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 um, you know, and you're getting everybody's card. I would get everybody's card. And then that evening or the next morning, I would literally just go through the stacks of cards and add people on LinkedIn. And it's easier because now within my message, it's like, oh, good to see you at the whatever the event was. Mm -hmm. And so having that small connection from what you've done, where they've seen you, who you know in common, whatever that is, like, that's important. Um, and so sometimes it is best to kind of watch people and may not connect with them until it feels like it makes sense. Absolutely. And that's, like I said, the caution thing. You don't just... Well, you can just reach out to people, but warm connections with anything is always best. And if you don't, you can still shoot your shot. But say that in the thing. Don't just try to add the CEO of whatever mm -hmm. and not say anything because you don't know them. Y'all have no. It's like, how did you even find me? Um, and so, you know, telling them, you know, hey, I'm a student at whatever and I want to learn about this. Or, hey, you know, I, you spoke at my school last week. I really enjoy it. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just making sure that you try to establish some kind of connection, because even though they have that position to work at that company, they're still people. We talked about it a long time ago, one of our episodes where if you get your school magazine, like 
or if it's people who went to your school, um, even if they went 10 years after or whatever, like having that connection in mm-hmm. common makes it very easy where I, I'll be like, yo, I saw you got highlighted in, you know, the Elon magazine and like, you're really doing great work. I liked how you said X, Y, Z in this article. Um, and I just love to have you in my network as well. Go, you know, go whatever. Um, <laughs> And they're going to, you know, connect with you. And so also showing that you're paying attention to what they're doing. You're kind of bigging up, you know, what they're working on, et cetera. Not just connecting, just to connect. Yeah. And then back to what Carly's saying, like the biggest key, and this is the main thing. Like if anybody asks me for like one piece is this, it's messaging with your connections. Carly's been saying it a few times, but so many people just hit connect and then don't send a note. But LinkedIn now, they didn't always do this, but recently now it says like, hey, do you want to send a note? More people open it when you send a note. So they kind of tell people now. So I wonder how many people actually really do. But I'm going to tell you all what I say with um, adding a new connection, accepting a connection, seeing who's you, my profile, all that. I say the exact same for the most part thing. And it always opens up conversation. And it's a great way to make your connection a little bit more memorable um, in that you're not just connecting and then you totally forget like who is this person and like mm-hmm. you know like okay whatever um because it's mad easy to just hit accept and keep it moving and that doesn't add any quality to um your connection necessarily so when i'm adding a new connection for me um this is where i would say we already kind of did this i'd say carly like I'll, I'll use their first name and making sure you spell it right um carly it was so good you know to see you at the at the workshop yesterday, um, so glad you're able to participate. I'd love to have you in my professional network here. Um, let me know if there's, you know, ever anything I can help you with in the future. Like, whatever. Alexia. And I put my name on it. Um, when I'm accepting a new co- connection, which is what I do mostly nowadays, is accepting other people's, um, is I will... Carly. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, thanks for connecting here. Feel free to let me know what you're working on. If there's any way I can assist you with anything, um, please don't hesitate to reach out. Like, that's all I say. Some people, I can think that that's like an automatic thing every once in a while. And so I'll, I'll, depending on who the person is, like jazz that up a little bit. But for the most part, like, that's just what it is. Like, yo, let me know. Feel free to let me know what you're working on. And that way, a lot of times people will be like, oh, thanks, same to you. And it's like, whatever. Okay. Or people will say, okay, well, actually, you know, I'm working on X, Y, Z and, you know, just send me the information or can we talk about it or whatever. And there you opened up a little bit more conversation to take it off of LinkedIn. So then I try, sometimes I'm really bad because I'll, I'll try to like schedule something via LinkedIn and it's like, I'll forget to go back before I'm like, hey, you know, tomorrow we can do whatever. And then I check two weeks later. Um, so yeah, I try to tell people like, oh, my email is this, like email me and whatever. We can set up a time to talk. So your conversation can go from there. But also, and this is another creep thing that I love, but it's, it feels creepy, but it, it's the most effective, actually, mm. is when people have viewed your profile. So LinkedIn, this is where you don't see as much now unless you have premium, which I don't have premium. Um, but they'll let you see the last couple people who have who aren't private and who have looked at your profile. And so if you go in there, I usually say, um, it depends on there's two things. If it's somebody you know or somebody you don't know. If it's somebody you know and they've looked at your profile, um, if we're not connected, I'll connect. If we are connected, I will hit them with, hey, Carly, I saw you were looking at my profile. Like, how are you doing? Like, you know, it's been a while. That's it. Um, if it's somebody I don't know, hey, Carly, uh, I saw you were looking at my profile. I, I see that you do blah, 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 or, you know, whatever. 
um, you know, I'd love to connect if, if you like, and let me know if you, if there's anything you're looking for. And every time I feel like that turns into a conversation and more so because if you popped up in somebody's search or if you popped up from somebody, um, looking at your profile, that means you came up for a reason because of keywords, because of whatever they saw in your profile. And so they are looking for something or they are seeing something, um, and that makes it beneficial. So to kind of wrap up the accepting people, who do you accept? There's a lot of people who like, I don't like accepting people. I don't know, which is fine. Totally fine, Um, actually. Um, But like, what's your, how do you know, like who you're going to add or not add? um, I see if we have a lot of connections. So if we have a lot of connections or they went to USC or whatever, I'm like, oh, okay, like cool, Mm, connect. That's cool, whatever. Um, If I don't really have any connections, I might kind of look at what they're doing. And if it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a marketer and I'm trying to like help you like different things. I'm like, ah, that kind of sounds like spam. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to stay away from them. They be trying it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I leave those people alone. But I kind of like look at their profile. So I don't have a tried and true way to do it. So I would be interested in your tips and how to but think about it. But you want to see if they're valid. Like, yeah, exactly. So like when you I don't when want spam. the dude who has like shades on or if, <laughs> um, sometimes they'd be like, oh, man, it's some funny stuff I've seen. Like their job, they'd be like, I'm the CEO of my life and like. It's like, all right, bro, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, cool, but like, also, you're, you're just not the type of person I probably want to do anything with. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if you look at their profile and they're not really connected with people, don't have a picture, don't really have any experience there, it's like, what's the point of connecting? Mm-hmm. Um, so some of those same things you said, which is why I think it's important for you to have like a filled out profile so that doesn't happen to you. Like, so as you're starting, focus more on your profile first, like we were saying, and then going into the connection strategy. Yeah. And then the last thing we're going to go to and just kind of put it all together. I'm not even going to go that ham on how to post, what to post, um, because I know I want to kind of wrap this up. (laughs) But on LinkedIn, try to have a mix. It's kind of a little sloppy where it's like, have a good Sunday and like a selfie and stuff. Like you don't need to be that person. I've been seeing TikToks on LinkedIn and I just... Yeah, and it's not really the place for that. Um, When it comes to your updates, you want to give updates on you and your professional uh, life. So what are you doing with your business? What's some things that happened with work? Um, you know, what are y'all working on? Um, maybe getting people to check out a site, check out a blog, things like that. Um, but you can mix it up with your personal as in, you know, like with us, maybe we're sharing podcast episode um, or something relevant that kind of happened in your life. But for the most part, you're you're giving updates on more value-based things that are going on with your profession. And mm-hmm. so it's not a place where you have to feel like you have to put something up every single day. Um, and it's more so putting up things like that matter when they matter, I would say. But um, make sure you do include calls to action as much as you can, like linking back to your website, linking back to whatever it is you want them to see. Um, to that point, also remember within your experiences now and summaries, you can add portfolio images, videos, things like that. So some of your top things, if you've been featured in stuff, if you have write-ups, those things you can all just live in your profile. So it's good to do your updates and your statuses, which is, that's what the update is on LinkedIn, because now, even as new people kind of see that and they come back to your profile, they're seeing all those other things um, and visuals that you put up as well. So it makes sense to really have that connected. And that's like with me, the video I said people always see because it's kind of in my summary at the top. I like Um, that. I didn't know that those live there now, so that's dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can basically put your whole portfolio, like uh, whatever work you do, you can link to YouTube, videos, websites, whatever, and they populate that up in there. Um, So I used to have a 15-minute-a-day process um, of things that I would just do. So when I go on LinkedIn, I'd be like, let me do this, 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 and this. 
This is what that is. And then I shall leave you. Secret sauce. Process. Okay. So daily, you want to do these things. View your updates. Um, that's like your homepage. So um, looking to see what other people are saying, comment, liking stuff. Just know LinkedIn, it's even more valuable, your like and comment, because whatever you like now, they're showing that to all my people. So, you know, it needs to be something that's cool or, you know, that's relevant that you want other people to see you engaging with. But to engage with that um, does give your profile more eyes. Checking who's viewed your profile is something to do every day just because you can only see but so far back. Um, so it's fine. Like if you miss some, you miss some, but just to go in and see who's viewed your profile, send those connection requests or, you know, Hey, how can I help you? Like I saw you was peeping on my shit. Um, not like that though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> weekly, I put weekly to add updates just cause you know, again, it doesn't have to be like every little thing you do, but you know, try and be intentional about giving the people something, um, at least once a week. If you have saved searches, which I used to have saved searches that, I would use for finding new clients. So maybe mm. different job titles and things in different locations. So as new people come up, you can look at that search or run that search and see like who all is in that space that maybe it makes sense for you to reach out to or talk to. Um, and then quarterly, I have making recommendations and joining groups or participating in your groups as makes sense. Um, and with recommendations, we talked about the benefit of that. With groups, the benefit is kind of still with that leadership, growing community, et cetera. And so there's so many groups online already. Um, and a big thing is if you can start a group on LinkedIn, maybe you want to do like a young professionals in this space or, you know, something specific to you. Mm. Um, uh, executives interested in, you know, being more mindful or whatever it may be. And now you can have your people joining in that group and you have discussion and stuff ongoing too. And so that's a place where now, you know, people are constantly seeing your name and um, seeing the resources you want to put out there, et cetera. That's super helpful, especially when trying to establish yourself as a thought leader or a leader in any of these spaces. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's all about giving value. And so you may already be doing that on Twitter, Instagram and other places, but now with a specific group, these are people who have kind of opted in to like, they want to participate and be a part of that. Um, and also it's usually a lot of other people who they also want to kind of get in front of that group with their stuff too. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's just a good space to kind of curate your own community. So putting all of this together to wrap it up, um, when you're thinking about LinkedIn with all of the different things we talked about, you can do with it and how you can benefit from it. Really kind of think about what your end goals are, um, think about how you can use it to optimize what's going on in your real life. So if you're already speaking, talking, you know, doing particular things, like how can you also make sure you keep LinkedIn in the loop on that mm -hmm. um, and connecting with people you see in real life as well. Um, and then like what can your kind of daily or weekly routine be with LinkedIn outside of just accepting people? But my biggest takeaways from all of this, regardless of where you are with it, is a, update and maximize like your own profile, keep it up to date, make it fresh, let it show like how great you are. And then B, just add that extra message. Like if anything, you may not be reaching out to people, but as people reach out to you or want to connect with you, actually go through there and add them, actually go through there and um, send them a message as well to try to start some conversation. So those are the lowest hanging fruit that you'll still see a lot of wins from if you just do that which is these days kind of mostly what I focus on myself with it. And probably the most helpful, I think it's just that extra, 
that extra list, like the cherry on top is the things that people mostly don't do mm-hmm. is reaching out. Cause most people connect. It's like, okay, I can connect with people all day, but it's like, who's actually sending a message and like checking. You're like, Oh wait, that's really thoughtful. Even if it's a basic message, like she said, like it's just that extra step. And then people are like, Oh man, well, I remember when I connected with her, she does marketing something, I mm-hmm. think. And she reached out to me. So maybe I should talk to her. Yeah, actually. Um, now that you say that, it's so funny. I literally, so one of my, um, coaching clients, individual coaching clients now that we just started a month ago, she hit me on LinkedIn right before I was going on my trip to Denver. It was like, hey, you know, I'm ready to, to I want to do some training with you if we can. And it was so funny because I scrolled up one and she hit me in like 2014 with this, the same like, you know, I'm trying to kind of figure out what I want to do. I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. And at that time I was going out of town and this time I was the same thing. I was like, damn, I'm going out of town again. But like, we can talk when I get back. And it was just so funny because like people remember and they'll come back when they're ready or you know, whatever. But if they've been seeing you and you're connected, again, you got to take the fish from being all in the ocean to like being in your aquarium. And so now they see like what I've been doing, what's going on. And, um, you know, whenever they're ready, like they know they can hit you. So people can come back at any time. You never know. But it's good to just have that little bit of extra something, you know, so people know mm-hmm. how you can add value. I'm ready to get myself optimized. <laughs> yeah and there's lots of other like um if you go online and stuff i'm sure you can find some other tips and things like that um how to write things people always ask stuff about like third person or first person and just there's so many different things which a lot of times it doesn't super duper matter um but just make sure you get a lot of keywords in there and that you get a lot of quantitative and measurable results and things that you're doing in there yeah and hit us if you have any other questions or thoughts connect with alexia and i on linkedin yeah, hit me on LinkedIn.com slash in slash Alexia Clincy. Um, I'm guessing yours would be Carly, Carly Carpio. Carpio. Yeah, so you can find me on there for show and add me with a message saying that you heard it on the podcast. <laughs> and that way we'll know, like you yeah. paid attention. Um, can practice that. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, like, for people who don't use it that often, it really just takes starting and you're going to start to see more people talk to you um, and you're really going to get into it. So let us know if you have any other questions about it. And we're going to close with our shout out and question of the week. Yep. And this week's shout out is register to vote. Vote Vote.org. Go vote. Register to vote and go vote. Please. We only got like 20 some days. So get that shit together. Yeah. And early voting has already started. So check wherever you are. If you're mailing in your ballots, whatever it is, make sure you're getting that vote in. Yeah. And I think um, in a lot of places that ends this week, some places you can do it like right up till um, and a lot of places I found out you can't even do that. And I, some states also, you can only mail in. So just make sure you know what happens in your state. Like, look that up. Yes, look that up. The, the information is very easily accessible. Yeah, for sure is. Because, God, <laughs> dang, if you open your cell phone right now, like, every, please vote. every app every is Every Instagram. Man, everybody yeah. is popping up votes. So they please doing go their vote. best to, like, so, get you out here. So let's do our best and go vote. And our question of the week is dun, 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 dun. Carly and listeners, how mm-hmm. does your work bring value to others? My work brings value to others because it helps give them tools and brave spaces to grow whatever it is they're working on and create the best version of themselves in their lives. That's great. And mine is pretty to the point that um, my work brings value to clients by expanding um, the awareness and engagement of their brands and allowing them to make more money and have a bigger impact. Money, money, money. <laughs> Shout out to that. Basically. Hey. All right, guys. Make that brand. See you on LinkedIn. Hope you got a lot of value for valuable information. Share this with people Please. who need it and run it back if you need to catch some of those tips. Yeah. Peace out. Bye, y'all. <laughs>